welcome back to a spooky episode of the Accounting Twins Podcast. My name is Frog Becky. And I'm Norma, the disappointed sister. Do you see how much candy I have in here? Look, there's so much candy. Anyways, we hope you had a spooktacular week. Yeah, my week was spooky. Why? Because I had four exams. As you all know, it was... Well, let's hear about them. Interesting. Okay, well, to begin with, because I know last episode, Becky got disappointed because I didn't have, like, my favorite Taylor Swift songs. I'll let y'all know what they are. So, from the new album, after I listened to it, my favorite songs are Vigilante Shit and Antihero. 10 out of 10 recommend However, my life was so busy last week. Like, the only time I was able to listen to music was when I was walking to class. Because, ugh. Let me tell you. We don't even have any of the favorite songs. We're not even twins anymore at this point. I know, but like, oh well. Who knows? (laughs) Anyways, last week, exams, they're done. Thank goodness, because it was horrible. I had an audit exam, tax exam, Excel exam, and then an like a writing assessment. I got three A's and one B. And although I am very proud of how I did, I am a little disappointed because I know I said I didn't want to get all A's. You know, I was fine. But I studied like 20 hours for my audit exam and I got an 80, like literally the class average. And I was so upset because I spent so long studying for it. And I realized what I did wrong now. But like that was upsetting because I studied for my tax exam for seven hours and I got a 92%. I got like 8% above the average. I was like, how in the world? And before any of you think, no, I will not be going into tax. I swear (laughs) it was only because we had a cheat sheet and I was just mentally drained. I I can't do tax. (laughs) Norma, you did great. You should be proud of yourself. And an 80 is better than a 79. So be proud. I'm so proud of you, dude. I, you were stressed so bad last week. Yeah, I was so stressed. And like, honestly, I would not have cared if I had gotten a C or whatever on tax. Like I said, I don't necessarily care about that class because I don't want to do it. I was just more upset about audit because I just wanted to do well and show my professor that I really understood and appreciated him as a professor. And well, it's okay, Norma. You know, if, yeah. You know what? He's okay. Better luck next time. But when we were like doing the review, he's like, yeah, have the questions that I put on the exam are going to are like questions pulled from the CPA exam. And I was like, well, crap. That's how it's going to go. An 80 is a passing score on the CPA exam. Do you remember that saying? And it's like the person who finishes last in their class is still a doctor. Like even if you get a 75 or a 100, you're still going to be a CPA. I know. I know. They don't ask what score you got on it. They just want to know if you passed or not. Oh, yeah. I don't care if I get a 76 or a 91. I would prefer a 76. I know that sounds horrible. Just in the sense because if I got a 91, I probably studied my butt off. And with everything going on, I just need a 76. I don't really care. (laughs) I disagree with you. I know you and I know you'd be like, really? I almost failed i know you and you say it but that's not what you're actually feeling yeah but in like you know yourself but in hindsight it would be like really great because i didn't study as much because then i got to like enjoy my life more and stuff and like be social <laughs> girl anyways. In- anyways um how'd you do on your writing stuff i know writing is not your 
um, forte, to say the least. Writing is not my forte. As we all know, I got like a C on the initial writing assessment, but this one, I got a 96. And I was like, oh my god. I Yay! am amazing. I'm so proud of you. Because I have grown so much and this is super helpful because for the BEC exam I will do freaking amazing on the writing part of the test and I'm hoping that ah. like, helps with my lack of other knowledge for other stuff. I'm like, <laughs> You're so smart I swear I'm gonna drive all the way to Tucson and strangle you. Oh I thought we were done with <laughs> spooky stuff. <laughs> I thought you were gonna Pretty say like, maybe give me a hug or something. I didn't really expect strangle. I'll give you a hug after I strangle you. Anyways, while well, you had quite the week last week, I'm not gonna lie, like last week was pretty decent for me. I know I've said this in like the last thousand episodes, it's quarter close, which is the truth. And we finished it this past week and it was so good. Um, my company does this thing called Bonusly and it's pretty much like a platform where you get to give recognition and kudos to people who you think are doing a great job. And I got two of those kudos oh my gosh do you remember the kudos chocolate bars i was literally just thinking that i didn't want to interrupt you but right away i was like oh my gosh kudos bars with m&ms that would be like if kudos was still a thing hey costco like please make them a thing again but if they were no they're discontinued i know but they shouldn't be discontinued and costco should have them because then like you could get like actual kudos bar. I don't know. In my mind, I'd be like, you know what? I don't care about like the the act of giving kudos. Just give me the actual chocolate bar. You're Anyways. so weird. <laughs> Anyways, so two of the people that I work under and that I greatly admire, like don't get me wrong, I admire everybody I work with. They're so fabulous. But two people in particular, whatever, who I work under quite frequently, both sent me something saying like, so proud of all the work you've done in quarter close, taking initiative, solving problems, really like enhancing your knowledge. And that just meant so much to me because you can only hand out like a very small amount for each quarter and like both of them gave it to me. And it was so important to me because as we know, I have imposter syndrome. And it made me feel really, really good to be recognized like that. And for one of the, you can do like hashtags on them, like hashtag aim for, hashtag join forces. I was actually the number one person in the company for the hashtag aim for to like receive those. I know, I know, just for the quarter though, but it was, it meant so much to me. <laughs> Wait, that's so cool. Congrats. I didn't know that. Thank you. I literally sent it in the family group chat. Were you ignoring me? Becky, I had four exams last week. How in the world was I supposed to pay attention to all of them? That's true. She barely FaceTimed me last week, which was so disappointing. But I We only FaceTimed like twice a day for like 10 minutes each, you know? Not that long And that's like, that's not that often for us. Normally I like FaceTime all the time, even if it's like five times a day for like two seconds being like, hee hee hee, I want to say hello. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we do. And then, um... Actually, one of the things I wanted to bring up, which was so cool, is in if you've been listening to our book club episodes, in our most recent episode, I believe it was, um, Norman and I talked about, obviously, like, DEI and inequality in the workforce, and we were talking about women in the workforce, and so I messaged one of the people I've been working under, Kelly, who I mentioned, and I was like, hey, like, I just wanted to let you know, like, I value you so much, I appreciate you, I actually mentioned you in my podcast, saying, like, everybody needs to have a mentor and someone they look up to, and as a woman, like, 
you are so powerful and you are the definition of a girl boss. And she messaged me back the sweetest thing. She was like, Becky, this means so much to me. Like, thank you so much. I make it point to have my pink mouse, my oh. cute computer pad, my pink uh, water bottle with me everywhere I go for work because I want to show them that's great. I am a young woman in the workforce, but I'm getting promoted quick. So what are you going to do about it? And I was like, total girl boss, total freaking <laughs> girl boss. And she was like, I can see you succeeding and doing great and like moving all the way up. And I was like, Lord have mercy. It meant so much to me because like I really admire her so much. It was so good. Wait, I love that. Go back. I know it's been a really good week for well, go back. Good week for my imposter syndrome and not like. Do you know what I mean it's been good week to disprove my imposter syndrome? Yeah. So I've been feeling really good. It's just so good. Oh, um, that's so exciting. Yeah. Well, so, like, how was your first, like, overall experience, I guess, of quarter clothes? Because it, it's done now, right? It's pretty much done. We have to do October clothes, which is obviously just one of the months in the quarter clothes, but nowhere near as strenuous in quarter clothes. Um, I did a lot of journal entries, but it's not like the whole... I figure out the debit and credit amount and I have to figure out the accounts. No, I'm given the accounts and I'm given the debit and credit amounts, but I have to make the support for them and I have to find all the details and pretty much be like, hi, here is everything. So everything is already handed to us, but we have to make it in a legible and understanding way. So I did that a lot. So to all of you accounting people out there being like, I'm not gonna do journal entries and debits and credits. You will, it's just more automated than you would think. Like you're not writing it down in pencil and paper. Honestly, this not, I know this is gonna sound like so like, not Neanderthal, I'm thinking of like, not the Jetstones, who are the people like in the pit? The Flintstones. Yes, the Flintstones. This doesn't sound very Flintstone-y of me, but sometimes I wish, like, accounting was more, like, written down pen and paper. At least that's, like, the way I study, because even when I'm, like, studying for my exams, I'm writing, like, everything down. I can just work out everything so much more easily, and it's a little bit more satisfying, but then also, like, yeah, nothing would get done because nothing would be automated. <laughs> so, like, that's actually a really good point. You're saying you do everything on pen and paper as at work, I never use pen and paper. It's all automated on the computer. So it's really hard to just transition from school to work, not even because of what you're doing, but because we are trained to do stuff on pencil and paper. And in the workforce, I am yet to touch pencil and paper to do anything for work. I used a calculator for the first time today, and that was just to make sure <laughs> I did the math right. Yeah. Studying, like especially for the CPA exams, I'm like, Norma, you need to be like doing this like on Excel so you can like under understand how to do it like especially once you get to work but then the other half of me is also like i'm trying to learn this i don't care how i do it i just need to be able to retain it to retain the information and i retain information like i said by um writing things pencil down paper. in yeah pencil and paper so like it's inefficient and it takes me so much longer to study but i can't type notes i can't like if i work out a problem i need to be doing it on pen and paper for a while so I'm at that point where I ugh, I just finished module three, literally just finished it. And I'm going to go back and restudy all of the other modules because I want to have like a cumulative review before I start my second half of my CPA studying. And this is where I'm finally going to do like all of the problems on my Excel sheets instead of doing it on pen and paper. Because now I've learned it, let's try to apply it and do the way I will in the workforce. 
So speaking of CPA, didn't you do something super exciting? Yes. So exciting. Woohoo. If you can't tell by my enthusiasm, you probably know what's going on. I mean, it is exciting. I scheduled my CPA exam. Finally, because if you've been following along, I accidentally, like, signed up for FAR. And even though I didn't, like, schedule it, I, like, paid for it. And that's, like, almost two hundred. It's, like, almost $300. And I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to go study for FAR. Let me just eat the cost and study for BEC, like, more. So I finally scheduled my exam. It is on December 30th. So that way, after finals, I can have, like, a week and a half, two weeks of uninterrupted studying. And then I can end the year off great. But I'm very nervous because I've been studying for two months and I'm only halfway through. So luckily, I don't really have any exams. I have some projects, but not really exams until the end of the school year. So I'm just going to hammer it out. Oh, my gosh. Goodbye, social life. Um, hello, mental insanity. Um, hello, late night studying. I'm just, whoo. You're going to do good. You're going to do great, Norma. It's just a lot of studying. And uh, as you all know, I like to, I love to plan ahead. You've seen my calendar. I've quite literally tried planning ahead studying for the past month or for the next month because I'm just like, Norma, get it together. I'm thinking of um, Edna from Incredibles just being like, get your stuff together. That, like that, that's how I feel. I need to like stop, stop goofing off, Norma. Get with the program. I love Edna. She's also the definition of a girl boss. Girl boss. Anyway, so I scheduled my exam last week. I then like took all my other exams, like two. So then this past weekend, I gave myself the weekend off. It was homecoming. I, my best friend was in town. Becky was in town. Celebrated homecoming. I went to the pumpkin patch with my roommate. But now it is go time. I am back to studying and la di da di da but oh this is so nerve-wracking i'm nervous yeah but at least you now have a deadline because before it was like you were just studying for something but now you have that end product to put in your mind and look forward to and i'm so excited for you to take it because after that i really hope you take a week and just do nothing like so norma's gonna come stay with me for a few days yeah i'm gonna stay with her for like a week we're gonna have a little sleepover I wish I could do longer, but unfortunately, I will be taking like two weeks off from work so I can study for my exams. Thank you to our amazing boss. And then like taking another week off of work so I can hang out with Becky and my bills will need to be paid. So I'm going to have to work and come back. Don't worry. When you come here, I'll pay for everything for you. No, I'm not going to take all your money. I'll just like only some of it. Yeah, you're like, only like mm, you're going to pay for everything? I'm going to extend my stay now. I know. I know I t- we talked about this in our last episode, but I quite literally want to restate it again on how frustrated I am that you can't have like a formula sheet or a cheat sheet or even just that the CPA exams doesn't come with formulas because, oh my gosh, I'm literally doing... Um, I'm studying for the CPA exams right now, and I'm learning everything that we did in our financial statement analysis class, like the DuPont model, and ROE, and ROA, and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, there, it's so many formulas. Like this is the, so like I, I said last time, cost accounting, had to memorize all those formulas, a semester worth of formulas. I'm now doing that for not 
like our financial statement class, again, for the CPA exam, so many formulas. I quite literally have like written down, like I probably have like 75 to 100 formulas down right now. My brain is going insane. Like, it's just unfair. I know, like, it, obviously I need to know some of the formulas. Sure. Give, maybe give me 20 or 30 to memorize. But at some point I'm completely missing the concepts because I have to memorize the formulas. Exactly. Mm, I'm going to I don't lose know it. To any, I don't know, have to know any formulas for work. If we need them, they're like auto-populated within the Excel sheet. But you, you need to understand the concepts more than you need to know the formulas. And it's, I'm annoyed for you. So like, this is, this is what I'm saying. So for the return on equity, you can have five different components going into it. And this is them. This is not even like the formula of the components. You have the tax per burden, the interest burden, the EBIT, um, what's it the called? EBITDA? Not EBITDA, but it's, um, oh, EBIT margin, the uh, asset turnover ratio, and the financial leverage ratio five different things and like th that's just the components that's not the formula for the components that's ugh. i haven't used any of that even in our internship we didn't even use that so that's kind of annoying it's, it's really I'm, annoying and i think I'm it needs so i think it needs to be reworked it's just so frustrating and then when i was studying like with my materials they're like oh a lot of this is like if you want to take the cfa i'm like why am i learning this for a cpa when it says it's like this is great CFA stuff, like I'm I'm very excited for future CPA candidates to be studying in the next year or two because that's when the CPA exam is going to get like revamped and stuff, and they won't be put through this torture. I really hope within the next year or two, when they change it, they realize that they need to include formula sheets, and it's not just to give students the easy way out. It's to make it so they can understand the concepts. If you don't understand the concepts, what's the point in having a formula? Yes, exactly. Like, I completely understand. Like, you should, like, be able to memorize the formulas if you understand the concept. Yes, but sometimes, like, if you're memorizing that many freaking formulas, you need a little kickstart. Okay, I know why return on assets is so incredibly important, but if I'm having to remember 50 other formulas i'm not going to remember the importance of return on asset because i'm forgetting the formula because there's just so many other things and then i'm just also getting frustrated personally with my studying because like when i'm studying sometimes there is an answer and i'm like i know this is the answer because it directly pertains to like what we're doing in this unit but then there's other answers to previous units where if I was like doing just a cumulative review and I didn't know what unit this problem is from. I wouldn't know the answer. Does that make sense? No, it does make sense. Yeah. It's just like, they're like pushing your knowledge back and forth. Yeah. And I'm just like, ugh, dead. And I'm alive, but I'm dead. Like, um, I think I might've mentioned this a few weeks ago in a different podcast, but I can't remember, but pretty much back then everybody was giving me a ton of work and everybody was like, this is so important. It needs to be done ASAP. And you know how I was like, okay, well, if everybody says it's important, then technically none of it's important because they're all in the same category. That's how it is for formulas. If they tell you, oh, this is the number one formula that you need to remember, then you don't need to remember any of that or not remember, but like none of them are number one because you like... If you're saying yes. everything is supposed to be number one, nothing is number one. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And it's very frustrating 
That's why I'm doing a cumulative review. That is why I'm just overstudying, not overstudying, just drowning in studying. I would like to give a personal shout out to my mother. Thank you, mother. Thank you, Melissa. Um, she made my roommates and I lunch or brought like made us like meals for this week. I have not cooked at once this week. It's been really nice so I can just focus on studying. I really appreciate that. And thank you for sneaking me some groceries so I could, <laughs> instead of going grocery shopping, I could spend more time studying. You are amazing. Honestly, mom's, a mom's the real one. She made them cupcakes too. Oh my gosh, she made us Halloween cupcakes. They were delicious. I would love a cupcake right now. Delicious. You look like little monsters. Well, tonight I'm going to my sister's house and she has a ton of leftover candy. And so we're going to make Rice Krispie treats with all the leftover chocolate stuff. So we're going to do like Rice Krispies with M&Ms and chopped up Snickers and all that stuff. And I'm so excited. And I'm making cookies because I'm going out of town this weekend with some friends for Friendsgiving. And I was like, I love baking. I'm going to bring cookies. So I'm going to go bake tonight. Woohoohoo. Wow, Becky's, this is exactly what we're talking about. Becky gets to have fun in life and all I get to do is study. Girl. I get to have fun and you don't. It's not even that you get to study. It's like you just don't get to have fun. I know. That's the thing. Like I'm pl planning out my weekend and literally the only social life I have right now is if I go downstairs and see my roommates while I'm making food or when I'm like in between classes with my friends. Otherwise, I do absolutely nothing. It's so boring. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, it, like we said, it will pay off in the near future, but it also just does suck in the moment because days are long, years are short. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's the typical. Becky's going to go have fun this weekend. I'm going to study. So, everyone, that is the end of Season 3, Episode 6 of the Accounting Twins Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, go get a copy of Advice for a Successful Career in the Accounting Profession, how to Make Your Assets Greatly Exceed Your Liabilities by Jerry McGinnis and join our book club. It's super interesting. I'm so excited for this next section where it kind of starts talking about the beginning of your accounting career. So I know Becky definitely has a lot to say about um, these upcoming things and I can't wait to tell you all what's going on within the book. Woohoo! Woohoo! I'm going to go back to studying while Becky's going to go have fun and make cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you all have an, a splendid day, evening, morning, night, whatever time you listen to this. Just make it splendid. Bye, guys. <laughs>